0: This is the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I am Justin Oswald. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Justin Oswald underscore. And with me again today is Brad Livingston.
1: What's up, guys? Uh, good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. And, uh, yes. man, kind of pumped up. Serve Day uh, has been... Serve Day is right around the corner. And we're in the I Love My City series. Um, And so, man, really just kind of get ready for serve day and everything that's going to come along with that. And, um, but really trying to treat this whole month as an opportunity to focus on how we can serve other people and how we can be an impact in our city and in our workplaces, our communities, our job, you know, just the whole thing. So, um, yeah, man, it's been, it's been, mm. uh, it's good. Yeah. It's, so
0: it's real exciting. Serve day is always a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. So we are, uh, you know, Pumped up about this past week's sermon and uh, again, just carrying on the theme. And so if you want to, you know, I want to encourage you if you want to go back and watch it, if you want to listen to it, listen to the podcast, it'll be on here and uh, you can go back and watch it. If you want to watch it, uh, transformationchurch.com you can click on media and you can watch uh, all of our past sermons. So yeah, man, feel free to check them out and uh check out this past week and and kind of work with us through what we're going through so totally uh man and so this week we we talked about a healthy perspective um and so before we jump into that you uh if you guys want to give us a shout out feel free man um to uh hit us up on twitter uh either one of us personally uh so i'm at brad livingston underscore um and i'm also that's also uh, my. Uh, Instagram handle. So you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brad Livingston underscore or you can find Justin at Justin Oswald underscore Instagram and Twitter. So feel yeah. free to give us a shout out. Um, send us some questions. Uh, if you want us to hit on some topics and reference to some of this stuff over the next few weeks, give us a shout. That'd be fun. Or you can catch us at uh, follow up at transformationchurch.com uh, for email. So uh, either one, send us something if you guys want us to hit on some stuff. But uh, yeah, let's jump into what we got today, Justin.
0: Yeah. So talking about changing perspective on, on things, you know, that was a real fun reminiscing about, uh, Hurricane Ivan back in Oh four, uh, it <laughs> oh, was man. a
1: terrible time, dude, to Hurricane Ivan was, I don't think people really understand how bad it was. Like, you know, now uh, that we talk about it.
0: Oh, it was terrible. It was bad. It was the worst ever. You know, at least for us here. Yeah,
1: yeah. and and I think it kind of got outshined by Hurricane Katrina because of how devastating Katrina was. To um, yeah, that was like just a New year Orleans. later. Yeah, yeah a, one just... year later. You know, I remember the panic that everyone went into for Katrina because of how bad Ivan was. Like we weren't even done cleaning up yet. There was oh, still no. there was still just craziness going on in the city from Ivan and Katrina's rolling in. Everyone's freaking out. You know.
0: Uh, yeah, Ivan uh, was terrible.
1: Yeah, and I don't you know I don't ever believe in. I don't believe in cursing other people, but I do believe in sharing, and I'm glad that hurricane got shared with someone else, and <laughs> we didn't get back-to-back hurricanes. Um, but it was rough, man. Uh, so, but yeah, we talked about Ivan, and kind of the whole the whole gist of what we were talking about is how uh, during Hurricane Ivan, I had a there's a guy in our neighborhood who just years prior, me and some of my buddies had gotten into it with, and you know one of the guys I was talking about.
0: Yeah, one of, the ki- one of the kids one of the kids. I <laughs> didn't know that at the time. until you told
1: me yesterday last night. Hey, what what did you say? Like that makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah,
0: to- total perfect sense. <laughs> so
1: the kid one of the kids, one of my buddies I was talking about in the sermon if you go back to the sermon and listen to it you'll know. One of my buddies uh almost, uh, almost oh, said his name? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh Justin, uh he knows him pretty well. And so you guys were kind of oh, oh, Yeah, we it? were good
0: friends like, way back in the day. Through high school and stuff uh, like yeah, that, right? Yeah, he was a that makes total sense with the story. He was an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> but that's hilarious.
1: So yeah, we uh yeah, so uh all that to say is a story. The the story pretty much led to there's a guy in our neighborhood that we weren't particularly fond of. And through that, when Hurricane Ivan hit and things got really bad and uh we just needed help, man. Like everyone in the neighborhood needed help, and and uh, we found ourselves working side by side with this guy who had been kind of kind of become our enemy through our teen years. You know, like as yeah. we were younger, he kind of became our enemy. But like bad storms, uh, a, a bad storm gave us a healthy perspective on who that guy was, and an opportunity for us to impact each other. And I think, and all that to say is. Uh, storms in our own personal lives change our perspective about what we're going through, what other people are going through, and how we need to respond to them, Mm -hmm. right? And so uh, last week, we kind of ended with what we began this week with, which is like, where do I go from here? And, and so one of the things with, I love my city is no matter if, no matter, if, maybe you live in Ohio or California or Arizona, or, you know, you live in Florida, maybe you're in Pensacola. I love my city is about making an impact wherever you are. So if you're a listener and you're not from this area, all of this still applies to you. Cause it's not about growing transformation church. It's about being an impact in your area. Um, and so we talked about commit to serve like where do we go from here first thing we need to do is commit to serve Mm -hmm. right we need to commit in our heart and in our mind that we're going to make a difference in the lives of other people right and then we talked about we're going to start with one Uh, you know figure out one person in your job one person at your school one person uh, in your neighborhood and commit to, to introducing them to the gospel by being an impact in their life not just by walking up to their front door knocking on it and and preaching to them like get mm-hmm. into their world you know um and then for serve day we we encourage our people to join and start a project and the number four is make a difference you know now if you're in pensacola and you're listening to this podcast you better be here saturday for serve day you don't want to miss out no. um meeting us here at transformation church 9 a.m uh maybe you live in california you can catch a flight on friday night to be That'd here for be cool. serve day <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool <laughs> No it's going to be a good time man we're, we're pumped up about serve day But at the end of the day we want to make a difference why And what is that quote there uh, Justin that we had from the sermon Joyful people are serving people oh, Joyful people are serving people uh, And so man we, ha- we we When we want more joy in our life We're going to find that by serving people You know we want more peace in our life We're going to find that by serving people Which we'll kind of get into a little bit more As we keep moving So uh, Galatians 5.13 Right? It says, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, right? And so, man, we we want to serve one another humbly in love because we've got this freedom. We have the freedom. We have the joy. We have, man, what God has given us, and we want to use that to serve other people. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord didn't give us what we have to, to hoard it all up, so... Uh, then we jumped on, jumped down to John twelve twenty six. Just why don't you to read that,
0: man? Whoever serves, we must. Uh, whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My father will honor the one who serves me. That's right.
1: So God will honor the one who serves Jesus, and how do we do that? Well, we do that by taking care of those who can't take care of themselves we do that by honoring the lord through our worship and our giving you know like but giving not just of our financial like giving financially giving of ourself mm-hmm. so how do we serve the lord we, we we serve the lord by giving you know we serve the lord by giving financially we serve the lord by giving of our time of our talents you know you talk a lot about that at grow track step two yeah you know about talents about you know kind of giving the Lord has put things inside of each one of us that we get to give. It's not just about our wallet. You know what I'm saying? No, it's
0: like, you know, time, talent, and treasure. Right. You know, is is what we should be giving. You know, we all have gifts and and passions and talents, and we should be using that to, you know, it flows in our the terminology we always use, but, but you have all that to make a difference in the life of others, not just for yourself. You know, a lot of times, though, people think that, you know, you have talent or whatever just to, like, make you money, like you use it at work or whatever. It's It's beyond that, you know. Sure. And, and not everyone's in a position to give, you know, financially a lot of times. I think I think as Christians, we, you know, we believe in the tithe principle, but you take people that are new to church, you know, they're new to the faith. They don't they don't ne- maybe not understand that yet or maybe they understand it, but they've had years and you know decades of a certain budget that didn't include giving 10 percent of their income away. Right. You know, and they have to adjust to that. So um, I think that you can serve um, as you're getting toward that in other capacities, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so we're serving the Lord and doing that. And so the goal for this past Sunday was communicate the idea, uh, from going to going from me to we going from me to we right. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, uh, we started by saying, you know, first off is I need this, like I need, I need to serve because I need to keep my perspective healthy, uh, from a practical level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes man, we just get so caught up in our bubble, in our world, like in what's going on in That's our true. personal lives. Um, and man, we don't realize that, man, I need to serve cause I need a healthy perspective, like practically, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I, it, it, there are people who are constantly going through things that are either just as bad as us or in, in many cases worse than what we're going through. And hey man, we just need a healthy perspective.
0: Most of the time worse. Most of the time for worse. For most of us. Like yeah. Yeah. I mean people got it a lot worse than I do. Yeah. You know, and it's like trying to keep that perspective on on what work our ultimate calling is. You know, we get so caught up in little things and there's there's a lot going on out there. You yeah. Know, people people need us. Uh, they need us as believers or us as the church and us, you know, they need hope and we offer that sometimes we get so caught up and like lately with all this stuff like on TV and in the, the politics it's like we're, we're talking about you You just saying we're in our bubble you know it's like right. we get out of what's real you know right 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 because the thing is man
1: like and I was talking to I and I mentioned this in the first service I don't know if I mentioned it in the second but uh, that I was talking to my buddy who's a missionary and he was talking about how if you own a pair of shoes yeah you're in like the top 12% or whatever of the world because there's yeah. Like there's so many people in the world that don't even own a pair of shoes.
0: That's crazy because it makes you almost—it's <laughs> humbling in a sense. Because like I know, in the last three, four months, I've bought five pairs. You know, yeah. Of course, I had like tax money refund, money, but you know, uh, but but still, like I've bought five pairs of shoes. Oh yeah. Well, you know, like you know how shoes,
1: shoes, and watches are like a thing for me. Yeah. And you almost feel like wow you know what i mean when i think about it i'm like i love buying shoes and watches it's just like it's it's part of my you know Everything. shoes watches and firearms are the things yeah. i collect well we're so spoiled <laughs> i mean
0: look at you have 13 and 14 year olds that have five and six hundred dollar cell phones yeah. walking around, you know it's like eight hundred thousand dollars well phone. yeah I, I was going low you know but that exists you know it's like wow yeah because yeah. it's just it's a change so many of us need
1: a healthy perspective like from a practical level on what the world has versus what we have, you know? And, but how much, how often do we find ourselves complaining about not having things that aren't, they're not only not necessities, they're not even luxuries. They're like over the top. Like, you know what I mean? Like we, we find ourselves just emotionally distraught over some of the things that we can't have that it just doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. No, I'm not saying we should have nice things. Listen, listen, I'm not that guy. I'm not that pastor that's like, you should just, you should drive a, you know, you should ride a bike everywhere or a scooter and give everything away. If if the Lord has called you to that, I say, go for it. Okay. But I think you need to be obedient to the Lord on that.
0: Yeah. I don't think having nice things. I, I think just when it comes to excess or, you know, it's, it's like, you can have nice things. It's like, if my cell phone broke right now, do I pray like, Oh Lord, I need my cell phone. Is broke. I need help getting a new, like, you know what I mean? But people do that. It's like, no, I don't need, like, let's. I'm going to go get a cell phone. Well, even if you couldn't. (laughs) Right. But, you know, you you know, but, like, the things people pray for sometimes just. I I don't want to make light of prayer. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just, you know, there's like, like, literally two blocks from us, there's four people standing on a corner just trying to eat today. But we're going to sit, you know, we would sit in here and pray about. Right. I need a new cell phone today. Yeah. Lord help me. It's like puts into perspective. I was listening. I know we talked about it a few months ago, uh, that Miles McPherson sermon from the art conference. I saw it the other day on YouTube or something, and I was kind of watching some of it again. And, you know, he just was really hitting on things like, he was talking about race and things, you know, but it's like even Christians. He said, you know, Christians will fly halfway around the the world to Africa to serve black people, but won't go three blocks down the road. (laughs) You know, it's like, but and there's truth, it's, like it's so there's true. truth. And the thing is, is and uh, you know, we go as Christians because we we to check our box that we went on a mission ship and quote unquote did our good deed and we feel good about ourselves. Then we come home and we have people in our own communities that we don't go serve, and it's right, like that, right, right, that, right. that we got to get that in a perspective going back to what we're talking about is per- perspective. perspective. And that's why I think that's why I think serving is important. Yeah. You know, for us to to help keep that we when we go serve like this weekend sa- saturday with serve day we're going to get to get out to our communities and and see families and and people that are that are there it helps us keep a perspective on where we're at instead of yeah. just sending all of our money overseas to help you know missions which is is important um right there's right, right, stuff right. within our back door you know
1: yeah 100 percent. no that's a that's a huge thing that we have to you know really really grab a hold of is what's available to us but what's trying to change you know what is the lord communicating to us to change our perspective you know because um, our perspective needs to, in, in many cases in many times needs to shift you know what i mean um you know what i i appreciate both of my i think both of my sisters do this with my nieces you know now if they want something right so like let's say one of my nieces wants a new toy a new stuffed animal or whatever they have to give one away before they can have one so because like we're we're not short on toys like they're not they're you know they're not like super spoiled kids they just have nice things whatever you know uh and so like my sisters are working with them with like no you're gonna like pick which pick what you want to give away before you can get something else i just think that's a healthy perspective man i think that's something especially our kids nowadays who you know like Talk about an entitled, spoiled generation. Mm. You know what I mean? Like some of, the, some of the kids nowadays that are coming up are just, it's bad. But Romans 12, 9 through 13 says, Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Mm -hmm. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Um, And so I love this quote by Gandhi. Um, It says, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Mm-hmm. Um and man I think there's just something to that. The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself serving other people because the more we serve other people, the more we find out what really matters for us. And I think is what, you know, is is what we're trying to communicate there. So I need this, and then who else needs this? You. You need this. You, listener, right now, you need this. You need to go from me to we. You need to serve. You need to do those things. I need to do those things. You need to do those things. Um,
0: I, I need to serve to keep a perspective, a healthy perspective, but you need this. To be healthy spiritually,
1: right. To be healthy spiritually. Now, obviously you can, you know, the listeners would turn around and communicate back that back to us. It's like you need, like we're communicating to each other how to right. encourage one another to be spiritually healthy, right? And it's to do it by serving. So we do it from a practical level to you know to 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 have a practical understanding of what it means to serve people and how that affects us. But then we also need um, a healthy spiritual. Uh, perspective on uh, serving other people, man, and in, in, in doing so, um, in in doing so, helping us understand we're becoming more like Christ when we serve people because that's what he did. Mm-hmm. You know, 1 Peter 4, 8 through 10, uh, why don't you read that there, Justin?
0: Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So
1: Justin, what would you tell people that have the gifts of like hospitality or they know like they love hosting people at their house, right? But they don't know how to plug that into their purpose.
0: Um, I would say that the, I, I would say two things. I would continue the love of hosting people at your house for things like building relationships within the context of a, a local church, like a small group or a community, you know, a community of some kind to build relationships. I think that is, is very important, but then to use that within use the, like, so I don't have that gift. Right. <laughs> right, right. right. So right, right. I like doing stuff with people. I'm, I'm not, I don't have the hospitality in where I think about like, what should be present, like at a party, like we make sure <laughs> this looks good and you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Um, yeah, i do i'm laughing i'm laughing have
1: you i don't think you've heard matt chandler talk about that have you talked about Have you uh-huh, heard? Him talk? Nah. so he talks about he, how he's not good with hospitality okay and he talks about like it's a good thing that his wife is such a good hospitality person because he's not like if people come to his house they'd be like do you have a drink he'd be like yeah it's over there like just point be like they're over there yeah. like go get it like i'm not
0: getting it for you right well <laughs> I can walk I can like go to a get together and notice like if there weren't drinks, I would notice like why is there not drinks for me? But I'm not the one to think about we should put drinks out for others. Right. Like, right, that right is, that's right. just not me. So in that context, I would you know, to to talk about how would you use that gift to serve is is things like for let's say you were gonna do something on serve day for the community, is I picture I hate to use homeless people as an example, but I'm going to, you know, um, you know, there's there's soup kitchens and things like that to provide meals. But sometimes it's just here's your meal. You know, it'd be nice sometimes to be able to serve those people in a way that they don't normally get to be served like have a seat at the table, we're going to serve you, You know, we're going to bring you a plate, we're going right. to bring you refills, and I actually serve people, and the church that I was at previously here, we used to do that every year for Thanksgiving, we did a big Thanksgiving uh, meal, and we would actually go kind of like advertise for a little bit ahead of time in parts of the city where homeless community was, or at different uh, facilities and all that, and we would actually arrange, we would have pick up locations, mm. and we'd go pick people up and, and bring them to the church, and then we had like all the tables, and we actually would serve them, like we had like waiter quote unquote waiters and waitresses type thing. Uh, It was just kind of cool because normally they just go and get food, which they're thankful for, you know? So it was just a way to, to the the people that had to get to hospitality made that happen. You know, they decorated the tables, centerpieces, tablecloths, all this stuff that I would never think about because like, I just wouldn't think of (laughs) that. That's not Um, not your gift. Not at all. So it's, uh, that's what I would say is that gift is important. And then you put it in the context of just serving people every week. You know, like we have new, people walk into our churches every week, you know, that are mm-hmm. looking and it's wh- what does it look like when they walk in, you yeah. know, is there, yeah. is there old 1980s decorations and plastic flowers and on shelves, you know, that are drawing du- like get rid of that, that stuff, you know, what does it look like? What does it smell like? What, you know, right. the bathrooms put together, you know, is there signage? Like these are the things that people have probably notice, and, yeah. and and that way you're serving the people who walk into our churches because every week there's there's people looking for hope and they're walking in churches and then they're walking out I, tw- I tweeted the other day it's a shame when people walk into churches every week looking for god and only find us yeah you know and it's kind of like
1: yeah and only find us and only it's not find it's us. not bad that they find us only, only find, find us, us. They're, they're not yeah. looking for us though they're right looking they're for, looking for god they're looking for god yeah um, we give that we give them our agenda we give them our sermon that we need for the hundred people that are there or whatever you like what, you know, we give them our stuff, but they never find God.
0: Yeah, I think about it from a. Uh, I hate to say from sales. I say that a lot. I I, I always I, say like I, I hate to say this, and then I say it. Yeah, um, it's kind of like God, You know, bless your heart. You, you right, know, it right, your right, right, right. Uh, but I like, think it's okay when, to say from sales. When you think from sales, it's like the the concept. The idea is if we want to, if we're a church and we want to boost. We want to boost. You know, we want to grow, not just for numbers sake, but we want to grow because we want it to be healthy growth. But the the idea that I think most churches have is if more people walk through the doors, you know, we would grow. The problem is if out of every 10 people that walk through your doors, nine of them walk out and never come back
1: you have a retention problem you have a
0: retain right so so yeah you can go spend money you can go spend thousands of dollars on a, a mail a mass mail a you know, mail out which well, number one is a complete waste of money in 2018 but if you did that you know and now for for every 20 people you still have 18 walking out like it you it's uh it's what i would call you have a and, and the sales is like you, your closing ratios off right like you can increase the people you w- without increasing the number walking in, you just need to figure out how to retain them better. And maybe that's just plain old decorations, or hospitality, or treating people nice, or whatever. Yeah. You know, kind of to bring that full circle. It's Some like,
1: churches need a complete overhaul. Like they, oh, huge. Like culturally from a ministry perspective from a culture perspective from a decoration like the whole everything well, it's
0: like dr uh tom rayner you know from lifeway leadership talks right, about is right most churches would define themselves as friendly the problem is they're friendly to each other right. and it's not a knock to them they don't they're not it's not intentional they they would they would consider themselves friendly because they're friendly to each other right and they talk to each other but when a face walks in they don't know they're not as friendly um yeah, you know, so that that person is new, maybe wouldn't classify them as friendly, but they do. So every church like, yeah, we're a friendly church. Well, you're friendly to each other. But how, you know, is your is their attention put onto the guest?
1: Yeah, because even Sunday we talked about the difference between the people we have in our life and the people we let in our life. Like We all have tons of people in our life, but that doesn't mean that we're friendly to them. Like I, right. you know, we have people that are, that we, you know, we, we talk to on a somewhat regular basis, but I haven't let them in my life. I haven't no. brought them to my kitchen table. We haven't it, sat on my couch together. It, you
0: know, some of that's on purpose. Like, you yeah. know, I, I, I have a, I, I'm one of those because of my personality types that I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a lot of, and i may maybe even would call a lot of friends sure. in my whole life, even before I was in church, you know, you had a sure, lot of friends, sure. but I have a small inner circle, right? You know, the, the, and and that's not going to change. I don't want it to change. I'm not looking for that to change. You know, I don't. Right. It just is what it is. Like, I'm I'm, I'm cool with having like last night. We had a great time last night with our men's uh small group. Like, We had like a men's event last night. We all went bowling a big group of guys and men yeah. in our church. And it was a lot of fun, you know, and I like to get to hang out and with, with people. Yeah, sure. But, but all think, those guys aren't in my inner circle. Right. But I think I think one thing to acknowledge
1: is all those guys aren't in your inner circle, um, but you are letting some of them in. Sure. So it is. It is changing a little bit. It's just you're not opening the floodgates, right? It's oh no, it's quality over quantity. Like mm-hmm. the people totally. that are in my inner circle are going to be the people that I trust. You know what I mean? Like that I trust um, with my family. God forbid something happens to me. You know what I mean? I have the. I, I am sure that you know you and anthony and tim williams and tremaine and some of those who are in my inner circle would be ready to help take care of my wife and and get her god forbid something were to happen you know what i mean like yeah so those are people that are in my inner circle the thing is they weren't in my inner circle two years ago you know what i mean like like we were we were friends but we weren't as close as we are now you know tremaine yeah. tremaine would be the only one probably out of those other ones i just named who was still in my inner circle back then? So my circle is changing a little bit, and I would say it's expanding a little bit. But n- as a lead pastor, I guarantee you, most people look at me and think I just have thousands of friends that I'm close to everybody. Yeah. And That's just not the case. It's not the case. You know, like and um, that's
0: not the case for most senior pastors.
1: Yeah, most senior pastors are lonely. The life that I live, and I and I, I'm saying this to applaud people like you and my friends. Uh, The life that I live is extremely rare for a lead pastor Mm -hmm. or a senior pastor to have as many friends as I have and to be able to have the opportunity to live life with so many great people who genuinely they're not friends with me to try to get something from me. We just love being around each other almost to the degree that I'm not a I'm not Pastor Brad when I'm with them. I'm just Brad. That's extremely rare for a lot of pastors, no doubt. And if you're listening to this and you go to TC, just know know that like people underestimate how small that circle is for us, because um, people naturally think like, oh, well, they're pastors, they're at events every night, and that's not the case. And I'm
0: okay with it not being the case. First of all, even if you <laughs> even if they are at events, that doesn't mean a, a lot of a lot of senior and lead pastors are lonely and battle yeah. depression and yeah. they have a hard time keeping friends because. Let's take someone that's that we don't know. Let's just make a fictional per- like you know you you move to a town. You accept a position at a yeah, church. Pastor Bobby Smith. Yeah, Bobby really. Smith accepts a job at a church. You know he moves his wife and kids there. He's not from the town. He just accepted a position, he's trying to do the you know trying to do what he's called to do. You know doesn't know anybody. So the first people you're going to make friends with is some people in the church. But a lot of times that uh, you know it's a lot of times that doesn't go well and that's i don't know that's anyone's fault it's just a lot of times people don't know how to be friends and be pastored by their friend yeah you know because when it comes time for the pastor to pastor so true they have a hard time with that you know so it's that's why it's important that's why i love some of the you know groups we belong to even like things like arc the arc church planning network where it just brings it brings pastors together to and kind of a friendship with other sure. pastors that kind of deal the same thing. So yeah, it's, um, but I, and that's the thing I love
1: about, you know, what I, one of the things I love about TC is we don't preach anything. We don't live, you yes. know what I mean? And, and so like I'm in small groups, I'm in small groups. I don't lead. Yeah. I like, I handed off the dinner small group to Chris and Felicia that are in our church. They took over the dinner small group. I let it for like seven semesters and i went to him getting ready for this semester and i said it's time for you guys to lead it like mm-hmm. you come every week you love it you're you know you guys are you're you have the gift of hospitality you, like this is your lane it's time for you guys to lead it and like they said yes reluctantly just because they didn't know number one they thought one of their concerns was like well i don't know if anyone's going to come if you're not leading it i was like people are going to come because they want to be part of this group not because of me and now lo and behold but i they people are coming you're mm-hmm. part of you or you're a part go, of that. you yeah. go yeah and like but i i attend the small groups of the group i don't even lead it but i'm still going because the relationships matter to me that much like those yeah, people we, that i'm around we you don't know? just
0: get up there and talk about small groups like from the stage and wanting everyone else to do it like i lead one right. and i'm in one yeah and i you know serve day like you're not only a project <laughs> not only are not only do we talk about it and participate but like i'm leading a project right you know and
1: it's like and i will be at your project because working. it's our small group it's yeah. our small group yeah, yeah. So,
0: so yeah it's like we that's what it's about totally
1: yeah so we do we, we we do that relation together and we use the gifts that we have to make an impact in other people's lives because you need this you need to use the gift that you have to make a difference in someone's life. And if that's hospitality, go for it. If that's craftsmanship, go for it. If it's discernment, yeah. go for it. If it's preaching, teaching, uh, get educated on how to do that and go for it. Like
0: you, you gotta figure out what your gifts are because you will not be fulfilled.
1: Right, you you will always battle a lack of purpose in your life if you don't figure out how to plug what you're gifted at into your purpose. And at TC, we have a way to do that. If you're listening and you go to Transformation Church and you haven't been a part of Grow Track, man, get plugged into growtrack and we will help you figure out how to use your purpose or how how to use your gifts to accomplish your purpose and here's the deal it's not about us growtrack is not about us it's not about us trying to get more people plugged into whatever growtrack is about you GrowTrack is about using your gifts to accomplish your purpose. And we want to help you do that. We're not looking for you to help us. We're looking for the opportunity to help you. And so we want to get you guys plugged into that. Um, and maybe you've gone through GrowTrack and maybe you're just, you know, you're either not, not feeling fulfilled or or you've gone through GrowTrack, but you're kind of just sitting dormant right now. Man, re-engage, man. Plug back in for you listeners. And if you go to a different church outside of TC, Man, I encourage you guys, take a personality test, figure out what your gifts are, take a spiritual gifting test, figure out what that is, go to your lead pastor of your church and ask where you can use those key gifts because, again, it's not about us. Listener, if you don't live in Pensacola, it's about you using what you have to make a difference in someone else's life, and that's where purpose steps in. So let's get back on it, man. I need this, you need this, and then next we have- they they need this right they and they need this so that they can experience Jesus tangibly like they can uh, s- experience what the love of Jesus looks like but yeah. from a tangible perspective Th- they is the people we would be serving they yeah your coworker, your neighbor your classmate your whatever you know whatever it is um, so yeah. they need this they need to see the love of Jesus and I got a little I got a chance to bring up my, my buddy little Michael on stage and uh he was terrified so (laughs) but uh just one of our staff members christina who's over uh she she heads up our tc kids ministry which is she's awesome she's a rock star and all of our coaches um sagan katie tanya man uh all you guys are just awesome rock stars for tc Mm, kids mm but um man they really uh do a jam up job and christina's doing a great job leading that whole uh, that whole movement for our kids. And with that, she has three little ones. They have her and Zach have four kids. Uh, three of them they just adopted. Yeah. Um, so and little Michael is one of them. And I mean, I brought him up on stage and was talking about how uh, man, when the one of the first times I, I really interact with him on a deep level was shortly after my it was shortly after Jabin passed away, my son. and it really was a healing moment for me. But it was also a big deal for him Mm -hmm. because, you know, his history, his track record with adults is really spotty for the adoption process and all that. Um, His track record with... Um, men being in and out of his life is real spotty. Now, Zach, you know, Zach who adopted him, he's fantastic. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, but before this, it's spotty, man. So it was an opportunity for me just to love this kid and high five him. And now I go see every time he's here, I go see him. He's, he's here right now. I went and talked to him and was hanging out with him and his sisters for a few minutes before we started the podcast. And, and yeah, man, just engaging, uh, the family, um, and, and introducing Jesus to them tangibly um, so man Philippians 2 5-8 through 8 says this in your relationships with one another have the same mindset as Christ Jesus who being in very nature uh, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage rather he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death even death on the cross And so what the key phrase out of that is that he made himself nothing by taking the nature of a servant. And if we're going to introduce Jesus to people, we have to do that uh, tangibly. And and the way that we're going to do that tangibly um, is by serving people and serving them well. Um, And so, man, we have to be ready to serve people and be a servant. Um, And so right after they need this, it's we need this. um, And we need this. Why do you think we need this? Justin, like what, what are you hitting on there?
0: Man, better together, man. We're,
1: we need this together. Uh, and we are, man. We're, we're better together. Uh, Mark ten forty five. Read that for us there, Justin.
0: Mark ten forty five. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many.
1: And so, man, we, like, Jesus didn't come to be served. He came to serve. Uh, Hebrews 16 says, God is not unjust. He will not forget the work and love you have shown uh, shown him as you have helped his people, and you continue to help them. So God's not going to forget how you've shown love to him and helped his people and how you continue to help them. So he's going to continue to honor you. Uh, read that quote by Dino Rizzo. Dino.
0: Dino. We know as people give of themselves to serve others, they are learning growing and experiencing healing that's from his book servolution
1: yeah and so um dino is huge I mean, dino is at the healing place where they started the servolution project um which i think is kind of catapulted serve day i think all that is kind of tied together dino kind of heads up that whole project and dino's killing it man um and so how do we start today um how how do we start today um number one we want
0: you to pray pray about how god wants to use you and Uh, let me jump in there please because i this is a little bit of a rant maybe this is pray how how god wants to use you not if he wants to use you like sometimes i get tickled at christians who pray about like Hey, you know, you ask him "Hey, we're we're gonna be doing, we're gonna be serving Saturday. You know, do you want to be a part of this with us?" And they're like, "Let me go home and and let me go pray about that. See if I if he wants me to serve." It's like, "Wait a second, you're gonna go pray to the God of all creation <laughs> that gave His Son to die for you, right? And pray and ask Him if He thinks it's a good idea that you help other people, right? Right? Like you're gonna literally, you're gonna take time and pray about that. Like the answer is yes." the answer is yes yes he wants you you all in this scripture we just read it talks about serving like there there's no need to pray about if god wants you to serve others
1: yeah no he definitely does it's just how how
0: How. right so like let's let's really be clear like you do not need to pray attention attention (laughs) you (laughs) You do not need to to pray on if god wants you to serve and help others right like even if you're in a local church if you attend a local church wherever you are like The answer is yes. God wants you to plug in and serve other people. Yes. Without question. Yes. Now the the prayer comes in of how, right. You know, how, how does he need, maybe you don't know your gifts, you know, your spiritual gifts. And that's where I think you should seek the Lord and pray and let him reveal those things to you and all those things. Like I'm not, I'm not saying prayer is not important. Um, but I think sometimes people use prayer as an excuse to not have to do something you know
1: yeah no absolutely so pray and then join join, like, there you go. join a project do something like jump in you know um And then, you know, we talked about grab and go that was specific for our people, you know, grabbing some of the information on serve day and getting plugged in. And we ended with this idea from John 13 where Jesus washed the feet of his disciples, right? He grabbed the towel, wraps it around his waist, and he washes the feet of his disciples. But one of the things that it references in John 13, 1 through 7 is it says that Jesus didn't, uh, Jesus knew that he had all the power of God because God put all of, um, he put everything under his feet, you know, under his authority. Mm-hmm. Um but he wrapped himself with a towel and he began to wash his disciples' feet because it wasn't about his title as God, right? It was about his opportunity to serve. He came to earth for one purpose, and that mm-hmm. was to serve. Um, so it wasn't about his title, you know, and we used a phrase that's kind of getting entrenched in our culture a little bit here, and it is uh, it's Christians are here for towels, not titles. Like mm-hmm. we're here to serve. It's not, we're not here to be known. We're not here to be famous. We're here to serve, to introduce Jesus to people.
0: Yeah, or if we're going to be known, we need to be known for serving. You know, not uh, you don't need a title we we as the leaders in the church don't have to hand you a title in order for you to do something. Yeah, no, so just j- jump in. Just jump in. You know, yeah, hundred uh, percent. And in fact, if you're a part of our church and you're waiting on us to hand you a title, you might be waiting for a while. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we don't give you out titles around here. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's like I don't that, understand
1: that's great... that, bro. Like I was just talking to my buddy the other day um, about like this whole like deacon of whatever. And like, like if you, if you're a church of 500, but you have like 17 pastors, like what are you guys doing over there? Like,
0: you know, like I just, that's, that just kind of baffles me. I can't, I I don't know. Yeah. I like the self titled the best. (laughs) (laughs) Like people that call themselves apostle, their church has like 12 members. Like nah, bro. Like I think you missed it. Like, yeah. Like if and if you have a church of twelve, I'm not demeaning that. Like that, I'm all, more about to you. But I think we need to look at what a, an apostle is, right? Well, even just like
1: elders and deacons. Listen, if you're 17 years old, I don't care what someone title someone gave you. Like you don't have the life experience to be an elder or a deacon. Like <laughs> bottom like, line, that's like we
0: have like 24 year old life coaches out there now. It's like, <laughs> uh, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to sell an ebook online like on how to be like, like the life coach, you're you're 25. Um, I'm good. Oh my goodness.
1: So yeah, man, it's not about titles. It's about towels. You know what I mean? And if you see someone with a title, that's that you can't associate with how they serve people, um, then there's something messed up there and it needs to be addressed. Not maybe not necessarily by you. Um, but you know, we need to be looking for every opportunity to serve people, not get a title for something else. And so man, it's about serving people. It's about loving people. And, And so, yeah, man, that's it. It's going from me to we, and it's about a healthy perspective. Let's get out there and make a difference in the lives of people, man, and especially for the gospel. Yeah. You know, so Justin, tell them where they can find us, man.
0: Man, they can find us at transformationchurch.com or our church on Facebook and Instagram at Transformation Pensacola. We're both on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. Yep. Um and man, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, share it and, and you know, rate it and all those things if you'd like it. Leave us a review, it means a lot to us. Um uh, we appreciate everyone listening and joining us every week for this. Um, you know, so so we really appreciate you guys spending time with us every week. We 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 love it. And uh yeah, man, like Brad said earlier, send us some some questions on, on Twitter or email at uh, follow up at transformationchurch dot com and we'd love to hear some questions and uh maybe maybe we'll have an episode where we kind of like can address answer some questions yeah i'd love
1: to do that maybe Um, maybe even a bonus episode so some stuff in we'll uh we'll make that happen so we appreciate you guys we love you guys thank you for tuning in uh for tc folks we'll see you guys saturday 9 a.m here at the sanctuary Uh, and then from there we will be going off to to each location for serve day Um, but don't forget download the serve day app go to mytc.life uh, click on events. events and then you can check out serve day so man get get plugged in we're excited and uh, we're excited about what god is doing so find a way to use your gift to impact somebody's life today why because it's not about being known it's about serving people so That's get right. out there and get plugged in christians are for here for towels not titles we'll see you guys next week see you guys